morning, children. It is, it's funny, it's actually 5.30 in the morning. Last time I recorded, I think it was 5.30 in the evening, so, uh, like a day ago, so. 36 hours later, I'm recording again. <sighs> Couldn't sleep last night. We had a, we had a really good dinner. Your mom made, uh, this homemade Alfredo sauce. I usually don't like Alfredo sauce, because it's disgusting, but she added a bunch of stuff into it, which was really good. I, um, see what happened yesterday. Part of me thinks, like, I should just tell you guys what happened yesterday. It's just, like, even the mundane things you guys would find interesting, you know, 20, 30 years later. Well, all four of you were taken to the dentist that I've been going to since I was a little kid. It's the same dentist that dropped a drill on my middle sister's face. My family could have easily sued and won lots of money because the scar is still there to this day, I'm pretty sure. So they did not because they're decent people. And I, I tell everyone that if people were just decent, there would be no use for lawyers. But people are not. People more like my parents would be no use for lawyers, really. So anyways, I digress. Uh, while you guys were at the dentist, I was at the office, and then, uh, the king went to jiu-jitsu practice, and that was kind of, that's fun to watch. Um, uh, the, yeah, the teacher is really good, he's actually world famous, so it's fun to watch him interact with kids. I took him aside when, when the king started jujitsu, and I said, listen, uh, choke him out if you want, you know, come, have him come back with bruises, I'm not gonna call CPS, if you have to knock him around a little bit, you know, put him in his place, <laughs> yeah, which he thought was funny, he would never do that, but, so I'm driving, I'm driving right now to go to the drive through Starbucks, they all get a caramel macchiato. I did a little research on Deuteronomy 22. You know, it, for me, it's problematic if if a man if a man rapes a, a virgin um, in the middle of the countryside that he has to pay like 50 shekels and then marry the girl. That seems a little that seems bananas to me. I read a few commentaries on this. A, few, a couple like just. Um, Christian commentaries, some actual just Jewish commentaries of rabbis, and it's presumed that the girl would have to accept the marriage. She would have to agree to it. So, women weren't getting raped in the, you know, away from the town or away from the city, nowhere for her to scream, and then having the guy marry them, that, that would be, that would be insanity, um, so it's presumed, and this is based on, I think, the, the, the Greek text, which I'm not an expert in, it's presumed that, that the woman would, who was, who had sex with a man, would, uh, have to agree to the marriage, so, there's gonna be a lot of different rules in this, the next uh, couple chapters, 
kind of weird, interesting rules. I don't know why. I don't know why they'd be put in. Sorry, I'm yawning. I, I woke up like 20 months ago. Um, but we'll, we'll get through them. Um, so, yeah. I'm, uh, it's a Thursday, so I'm be riding bikes with the entrepreneur later to school and back. That'll be fun. I always look, I always look forward to Mondays and Thursdays. The namesake is still kind of quarantining. His his class is shut down until this coming Tuesday. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Let's hope nobody else gets the, gets COVID. And unfortunately the, the, um, spy he, uh, there are two kids with COVID in the spies class, so one more in the next five, four or five days, and they have to close this class down for like 10 days. So I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the math. And at the same time, your mom is dealing with multiple policy changes in her work constantly. Since she works at a medical clinic, she's just like hopping from one silly policy to the next and she's got to be up to date on all of them and your mom is not good at, at checking email because she's so busy hang on a second morning what can i get started for you good morning can i have a large uh caramel macchiato large caramel macchiato anything else no thank you no see you at the window all right so uh, be nice to service workers, kids. I grew up with parents who were not exactly nice to them. And it was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. I could tell you a lot of stories about how my parents were so annoyed and caused scenes at restaurants. So try and be as nice to them as possible. I don't know why my parents were like that. I think it Maybe my dad was like that. My mom just followed suit. I don't know. Oh, gosh. What am I going to do today? <sighs> just waiting. Can't, these people have probably been up since like 4.30. Getting this place ready to open. So we'll be reading Deuteronomy 23, 24, and 25 today, I think. Maybe 26, if I have the time. If I have the voice for it, you know? But. Dead air. That's all this is right now, just dead air. Sorry about that. Five forty-five. There you go. Coffee is $5.45 for a caramel macchiato. I wonder how much it's going to cost when you guys listen to this. 10 or $15? Hope not. Thank you.
Yeah, so last night we uh, sent you kids to bed and your mom stayed up writing notes for her. Thank you, Thank you. Writing notes for her work, make sure they're not late, and I stayed up watching uh, this TV show called ER. I've started to watch that. It's kind of an older show. It came out when I was in high school, but I'm starting to watch it now because it's actually a pretty good show. And one of my friends... Who's an, who's an ER doctor, he actually said he watched that show and it made him want to become an ER doctor. He's like, that's the life he wanted. Like, watching, I was like, that's, that's one opinion. There's, like, not one show I watched that's like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. None of them are accurate. Especially, like, the type of law I do now. It's like, it's not like there's a cool, sexy, you know law show that does what I do. There really isn't. I still don't know why I got into it. I mean, I kind of do. I, you know, it's the best area of law for it to be a stay-at-home parent. You know, you never have to show up to court. You do the paperwork from home. You know, if all the paperwork's right, nobody's objecting. The court's like, what a fine. They'll, you know, they'll sign orders and stuff. You know. bed around 10 30 you know lately your mom and i have been when we guys put you down we like know you guys are asleep we'll like walk around the block a few times just to try and get some exercise you know that's we walk around the block then one of us walks inside the house to check make sure you guys are sleeping then we walk around the block again or we walk around two blocks just something you know we need to get exercise so we, we tried to do that yesterday I went to sleep, and we, I slept pretty good last night. Usually I'm not sleeping that well. Hmm. It's still dark out. It's like 530, 540. What is it? It's 540. It's still pretty dark out. Uh, let's see, how well did they make this monkey out of? Almost there, sorry. Gonna listen to me ramble for a while. Wonder what we're doing. Sorry, I should probably edit all this dead air out. Where I'm parking is the is a ferry terminal parking lot and it's like right on the bay, like kind of like right on the ocean, and it's lit up. It's like really well lit, and we have security guards walking in and out of it. And I actually used to jog to this place, you know, two kids ago. And then your mom, your mom got nervous about me jogging here at night, and so I stopped doing that. I'd like to do that again. That was kind of, it's kind of nice, kind of relaxing. We once caught a possum in our, in our basement, and I released it out in the field over here. With one of 
of our good friends who lives here. So, so now I gotta find a parking spot. Let's find a parking spot under a light. There's no one in this parking lot. Your mom would not be able to handle it. She just would not. She's too agoraphobic. Oh. Put this light on. Funny enough, the namesake was challenging me about something, and I said, you know, don't be, don't have a rebellious heart. You know, if you're rebellious back in the early days of the Israelites, we could stone you to death at the city gates. He was like, no, you can't. And so I showed him Deuteronomy 22:18, and that that was funny. This was during dinner. It was, it was fun dinner. During the the after I told him that, he went to go get his brick Bible. The there's a there's a brick Old Testament and a brick New Testament. And basically some guy or girl or group of people got Lego figures together, dressed them up, and made a picture Bible that's pretty thorough. And he actually found that verse and showed showed a bunch of Israelites stoning or killing a child for being rebellious. And George was, you know, the namesake was laughing. It was really fun. It was really funny. So, finally, how many minutes did I ramble for? Mm, so bad. 13 minutes of rambling? That should be illegal. Well, without further ado, all right. chapter 23. Oh, boy. No one whose testicles are crushed or whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord. No, no one born of a forbidden union <clears throat> may enter the assembly of the Lord, even to the tenth generation. None of his descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord. No Ammonite, no Moabite may enter the assembly of the Lord. Oh, here goes that the heater. I didn't even turn it on. It's doing this thing. This is just great. Come on. Why? Like, why? Okay. No Ammonite or Moabite may enter the assembly of the Lord, even to the tenth generation. None of them may enter the assembly of the Lord forever, because they did not meet you with bread and with water on the way. When you came out of Egypt, and because they hired a, uh, hired against you Balaam, the son of Beor, from Pethor of Mesopotamia, to curse you. But the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam. Instead, the Lord your God turned the curse into a blessing for you, because the Lord your God loved you. You shall not seek their peace or their prosperity all your days forever. You shall not abhor an Edomite, for he is your brother. You shall not abhor an Egyptian, because you were a sojourner in his land. Children born to them in the third generation may enter the assembly of the Lord. When you are encamped against your enemies... Then you shall keep yourself from every evil thing. If any man amongst you becomes unclean because of a nocturnal emission, then he shall go outside the camp. He shall not come inside the camp. But when evening comes, he shall bathe himself in water, and as the sun sets, he may come inside the camp. You shall have a place outside the camp, and you shall go out to it, and you shall have a trowel with your tools. And when you sit down outside, you shall dig a hole with it, and turn back, 
and cover up your excrement. Because the Lord your God walks in the midst of your camp to deliver you and to give up your enemies before you, therefore your camps must be holy, so that he may not see anything indecent among you and turn away from you. You shall not give up to his master a slave who has escaped from his master to you. He shall dwell with you in your midst in the place that he shall choose within one of your towns. Wherever it suits him, you shall not wrong him. None of the daughters of Israel shall be a cult prostitute, and none of the sons of Israel shall be a cult prostitute. You shall not bring the fee of a prostitute or the wages of a dog uh, into the house of the Lord your God in payment for any vow, for both of these are an abomination to the Lord your God. You shall not charge interest on loans to your brother, interest on money, interest on food, interest on anything that is lent for interest. You may charge a foreigner interest, but you may not charge your brother interest, that the Lord your God may bless you in all that you undertake in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. If you make a vow to the Lord your God, you shall not delay fulfilling it, for the Lord your God will surely require it of you, and you will be guilty of sin. But if you refrain from vowing, you will not be guilty of sin. You shall be careful to do what is past your lips. For you have voluntarily vowed to the Lord your God what you have promised with your mouth. If you go into your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat your fill of grapes as many as you wish, but you shall not put any in your bag. If you go into your neighbor's standing grain, you may pluck the ears with your hand, but you shall not put a sickle to your neighbor's standing grain. Chapter 23. Oh boy, a lot to unpack there. I'm going to blow my nose, but hang on one second. Let's just pause it. A lot to unpack in that in chapter twenty-three. What I would tell you is, you know, as as you can't put grapes in your bags, you can't profit off your neighbor. You know, you could, you could eat your fill, but you can't, like, <laughs> take from his land so you, could, so you could make money. That's not right. Uncleanness in the camp. I mean, there's a lot of things there that I hope when you listen to this, you're m- more mature. But if, if God is literally walking in your camp, you've got to make it pure. And this is just one of the things they probably had to deal with. Um, and they, you know, they want to make it pure. They, and as God's walking among you. It's got to be holy. Um, what other things? You know, I could guess the Ammonites and the Moabites. Uh, well, you know, you listened to this podcast earlier. They did a lot of terrible things to, to the Israelites. So God was like, you cannot marry them. And if you do, you cannot be part of the assembly. And nor can your children's, or your children's children's, or anyone in your line is now cut off. So, um, I think the fear, or not the fear, but I think God just wanted to make sure we're not going to have any more abominations. <clears throat> you know, uh, this should be a fun chapter. Uh, chapter on divorce. Chapter 24, when a man takes a wife and marries her, If then she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some indecency in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, and she departs out of his house, and if she goes and becomes another man's wife, and the latter man hates her and writes her certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or if the latter man dies, 
who took her to be his wife, then the, her former husband, who sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife, after she has been defiled. For that is an abomination before the Lord, and you shall not bring sin upon the land that the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance. When a man is newly married, he shall not go out with the army or be liable for any other public duty. He shall be free at home one year to be happy with his wife from he, uh, whom he has taken. No one shall take a mill or an upper millstone in pledge, for that would be taking a life in pledge. If a man is found stealing one of his brothers of the people of Israel, and if he treats them as a slave or sells them, then that thief shall die, so you shall purge the evil from your midst. Take care in a case of leprous disease to be very careful to do according to all the Levitical, the Levitical priests shall direct you. As I commanded them, so you shall be careful to do. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the way as you came out of Egypt. <coughs> Excuse me. When you make your neighbor a loan of any sort, you shall not go into his house to collect his pledge. You shall stand outside, and the man to whom you make the loan shall bring the pledge out to you. And if he is poor, if he is a poor man, you shall not sleep in his pledge. You shall restore to him the pledge as the sun sets, that he may sleep in his cloak and bless you, and it shall be righteousness for you before the Lord your God. You shall not oppress a hired servant who is poor and needy, whether he is one of your brothers or one of the sojourners who are in your land within your towns. You shall give him his wages on the same day, before the sun sets, for he is poor and counts on it lest he cry against you to the Lord, and you be guilty of sin. Fathers shall not be put to death because of their children, nor shall children be put to death because of their fathers. Each one shall be put to death for his own sin. You shall not pervert the justice due to the sojourner, or to the fatherless, or take a widow's garment and pledge. But you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore I command you to do this. When you reap your harvest in your field... Uh, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat your olive trees, you shall not go over to them again. It shall be for the sojourner, and the fatherless, and the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not strip it afterward. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt before. Uh, therefore, I command you to do this. <clears throat> so a lot of things in 24. I, you know, as for the divorce, I don't know about, about that language. But I do know if you, you can't take a millstone. A millstone, they're, they're, in order to make, to grind grain, you need two millstones. They're huge pieces of stone. You take one as a pledge, well, you can't eat now. <clears throat> so that's why um, it says, you know, you'll be taking a life as a pledge, and that's wrong. Um, you know, they don't take advantage of people. It's pretty much what the rest of chapter 24 was saying. Don't charge interest. You know, if someone's poor and, you're, and they're working for you, pay them the day's wage that day because they're counting on it. You know, these are... You know, very um, caring rules. God, God really cares for the for the poor. I mean, they talk, he talks about it a lot. Doesn't really talk about the rich a lot. And when it does, when God does, it's usually not very favorable. You know, keep that in mind.
sip. Not bad coffee. Chapter 25. If there is a dispute between men, and they come into court, and the judges decide between them, acquitting the innocent and condemning the guilty, then if the guilty man deserves to be beaten, the judge shall cause him to lie down and be beaten in his presence with a number of stripes in proportion to his offense. Forty stripes may be given to him, but not more. Lest, if one should go on to beat him with more stripes than these, your brother be degraded in your sight. You shall not muzzle an ox when it is treading out the grain. If brothers dwell together and one of them dies and has no son, the wife of the dead man shall not be married outside the family to a stranger. Her husband's brother shall go in to her and take her as his wife and perform the duty of a husband's brother to her. And the first son whom she bears shall succeed to the name of his dead brother, that his name may not be blotted out of Israel. And if the man does not wish to take his brother's wife, then his brother's wife shall go up to the gate of the elders and say, My husband's brother refuses to perpetuate his brother's name in Israel. He will not perform the duty of a husband's brother to me. Then the elders of the city shall call him and speak to him. And if he persists, saying, I do not wish to take her, <coughs> excuse me, then his brother's wife shall go up to him in the presence of the elders and pull a sandal off his foot and spit in his face. And she shall answer and say, so shall it be done to the man who does not build up his brother's house, and the name of his house shall be called in Israel, the house of him who had his sandal pulled off. Uh, i got to start preparing more for these. And the, let me read that again. This okay. This requ this this requires that the brother that survived his brother that died is unmarried. Okay, this requires that. If the brother's married, then that's it. You know, but if the brother is not married, then he's going to perform his duty and knock his wife, his sister-in-law, I guess. Well, now his wife. When men fight with one another, and the wife of one of the one draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of him who is beating him, and puts out her hand and seizes him by the private parts, then you shall cut off her hand. Your eyes shall have no pity. You shall not have in your bag two kinds of weights, a large and a small. You shall not have in your house two kinds of measures, a large and a small. A full and fair weight you shall have, a full and fair measure. measure. You shall have, that your days may be long, in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. For all who do such things, all who act dishonestly, are an abomination to the Lord your God. Remember what Amalek did to you on the ways, uh, on the way as you came out of Egypt. How he attacked you on the way when you were faint and weary, and cut off your tail. Those who were lagging behind you, and he did not fear God. Therefore, when the Lord your God has given you rest from all your enemies around you. In the land that the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance to possess, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. You shall not forget. Let's see. Chapter 25. Let's see how do you... We'll do 26. <clears throat> then, we'll, then I'll have to get home and start getting ready. Almost 6. 
This has been this has not been my best podcast. A lot of dead air, a lot of silence. Sorry about that. Chapter 26. When you come into the land that the Lord your God has given you for an inheritance, and you have taken possession of it and live in it, you shall take some of the first and of all the fruit of the ground which you harvest from your land that the Lord your God has given you. You shall put it in a basket, and you shall go to the place that the Lord your God will choose, to make his name to dwell there. And you shall go to the priest, who is in office at the time, and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket from your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. And you shall make response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my father, and he went down into Egypt and sojourned there. Few in number, and there he became a nation, great, mighty, and populous. And the Egyptians treated us harshly and humiliated us and laid on us hard labor. Then we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. And the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great deeds of terror, with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And behold, now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground, which you, O Lord, have given me. And you you shall set it down before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. And you shall rejoice in all the good that the Lord your God has given you and your house you and the Levite, and the sojourner who is among you. When you have finished paying all the tithe and your produce in the third year, which is the the year of tithing, giving it to the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that they may eat within your towns and be filled, then you shall say before the Lord your God, I have removed the sacred portion out of my house, and moreover, I have given it to the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, According to all your commandment that you have commanded me, I have not transgressed any of your commandments, nor have I forgotten them. I have not eaten uh, of the tithe while I was mourning, or removed any of it while I was unclean, or offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God. I have done according to all that you have commanded. Uh, commanded me. Look down from your holy habitation from heaven. Bless your people, Israel and the ground that you have given us, as you swore to our fathers, a land flowing with milk and honey. This day the Lord your God commands you to do these statutes and rules. You shall therefore be careful to do them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have declared today that the Lord is your God, and that you will walk in his ways, and keep his statutes and his commandments and his rules, and will obey his voice. And the Lord has declared today that you are a people for his treasured possession, as he has promised you and that you are to keep all his commandments. And then he will set you in praise and in fame and in honor, high above all nations that he has made, and that you shall be a people holy to the Lord your God, uh, as he promised. Chapter 26. So, <coughs> excuse me. going to head, head back home, kids. I hope... Hope this quarantine ends for the namesake, and I hope I hope uh, uh, hope it's a boring, uneventful day for your kids. You know, we uh, 
I'm excited to go home and you know the morning the morning rush it's never easy one of my one of my friends um, who used to live down the street from me in my hometown he used to call the morning rush uh, the launch which is so aptly named it, it really is like a launch like we're, we're launching you into school and it's a little complicated today because the the um, the uh, what's it called um, sorry the entrepreneur goes to one school and the, th- the three younger go to another school but now we have a quarantine kid so we're going to th- really three different places this morning so should be interesting I love you all please get along with each other and love each other and forgive each other uh, do that to, to honor me and your mother don't hold grudges with each other you know I'm very lucky my my older siblings we don't we don't have grudges with each other it's it's a testament um, I think to my parents because what I do all day long is I deal with siblings that are fighting and they hate each other and it's nice that you know I don't I've never felt like that ever about my sisters and uh, I'm sure they haven't felt that about me and so we're as close as we can be we have our own families our own priorities and that's that's right but I'm I'm very pleased with my relationship with my siblings and I, I hope you guys have even stronger relations than, than I do with mine. That's a way you can honor me, especially after I'm gone, and your mom. So, so, ugh, in any everything you do, children, everything you think, feel, act. Do it to honor God in obedience. Fear God, which is the beginning of wisdom. And in everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the king. Fasting and the feast A call to 